Built Bar is our sponsor this half hour. Have you tried a Built Bar lately? I don't know why I don't get all of the new flavors, Stu. I think my wife gets them all and then uh, hides them. My wife gets them all, too. Really? Yeah. She always gets the new ones, and then she's telling me about them, and then we come in like two weeks later. and we and Yeah. My wife doesn't it. tell me about them. Oh, okay. We just get them, and then I'll find, like, uh, you know, a wrapper or a bar someplace, and I'll be like... Mm. What, when did we get these? Oh, we've had those for a while now. Wait, I haven't had any of those yet. That's interesting. I, I'm not sure if that's something that that comes from Built Bar or just that you, my wife loves me more than your wife loves you. I think, that's, I think we know. I think we know. Mm-hmm. It comes from Built Bar. <laughs> Built.com. Built.com. They're great snacks. They're made with real <laughs> chocolate. They're healthy, low-calorie, low-carb. Built.com. Use the promo code BEC15. Get 15% off your order right now. Promo code BEC15. 15% off. Built.com. All right, we're going to school for a few minutes. Talk a little COVID as well. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. We're glad you're here. I'm going to introduce you to uh, the mom of somebody I think is a, a little hero, quite honestly. Somebody who has had the courage to stand. Don't know what that means for her academic career, but we're going to talk to her coming up in, in just a second. Also, more on COVID. Could you do any worse than Loudoun County? Have you heard the latest from Loudoun County? The pharmacy gave vaccines to 120 kids. Yeah, wrong vaccine. Wrong vaccine. Oh, okay. Good. What is wrong with Loudoun County? What have they done to Virginia? We begin with COVID in 60 seconds. The Glenn Beck Program. As a saying that old timers used to say, well, it's better than a poke in the eye with a sharp stick. Well, yeah, pretty much everything is better than a poke in the eye with a sharp stick. Reminds me of my mother. You'll put an eye out. Well, yes, because you're running in the hallway with a sharp stick and you have eyes. I mean, it's really not. Anyway, uh, selling your house may be the only thing that's not better than, uh, you know, getting poked in the eye with a sharp, sharp stick. It sucks. At least every time I've ever sold or bought a house, it has sucked. I hate it. Now, if you're moving across the country, you get the extra added benefit if you're moving someplace where you don't know. Is this the right neighborhood for me? Is this the right school district? Am I around a bunch of maskers? Real estate agents, I uh, trust.com. The name says it all. You need to find a real estate, whether you're buying or selling a house. Maybe you're selling your house and moving across the street or across the country. We can help you on both ends. Real estate agents, I trust.com. It's a free service to you. 
you're looking to buy or sell right now get the expert realestateagentsitrust.com it's very dangerous chuck because a lot of what you're seeing as attacks on me quite frankly are attacks on science we all know something isn't right the nih has not ever and does not now fund gain of function research if you're vaccinated and your family members are vaccinated then you can enjoy the holidays you can enjoy halloween trick-or-treating and certainly thanksgiving with your family let's talk about herd immunity that is risky and you'll wind up with many more infections of vulnerable people so i think that we just got to look that square in the eye and say it's nonsense unvaccinated children of a certain age greater than two years old should be wearing masks no doubt about that people who have conspiracy theories who deny reality that's looking them straight in the eye sometimes the truth becomes inconvenient for some people Mm -hmm. so they react against me but this whole story will begin to make sense when you understand why from the beginning of the pandemic fauci's goal was to save his legacy and not your life the true story of what really happened and I've, I have a great deal of respect for this body of the Senate, and it makes me very uncomfortable to have to say something, but he is egregiously incorrect in what he says. Thank History you. will figure that out on its own. I tell it to you on Wednesday, November 17th. Crimes or cover-up? Exposing the world's most dangerous lie. You know, I, I think it's crazy that we haven't paid attention to Davos Davos a few months back at the world economic forum. They, uh, they said, quote, the time of big government is back and COVID is the proving ground for their new great society. This is why it is crucial that we understand exactly what happened. Where did COVID come from? What's the origin story? How did the Chinese, how did our government first react when the pandemic began? What was our government doing back in 2019? For both the pandemic and the race to the vaccine, the approved narrative is that it all began in late December. But my chalkboard tomorrow night will show you something completely different. We have official Chinese documents that show some very strange activity at and around the Wuhan lab. And surprise, surprise, the uh, timing just doesn't fit the approved narrative. We have the documents to show you, not just from China, but also all of those redacted emails You know, if you were really committed, what you'd do is you'd get all of the 25 uh, people that were on the CC list and you'd FOIA all 25 so you could see what was redacted on their copies. And unfortunately for Fauci and others, not everything was redacted the same way. So we can piece together what those documents were actually saying. That is tomorrow. I urge you to invite friends over to your house and watch this together tomorrow night only on Blaze TV. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. If you use the promo code Fauci lied, you'll save 25%. It's important to understand because it has changed everything. 
and they are not letting up. And all of this stuff about masks and all of this, everything that you are dealing with, with vaccines, this is all for control. This is the great society. Some people are standing up. Bailey Lachelle's, she's the mother of a second grader in a Florida school. This second grader has been uh, suspended 38 times because she won't wear a mask. Well, uh, her mom is with us now. Hi, Bailey. How are you? Hi, Glenn. How are you? I'm good. So uh, tell me, uh, tell me this story. How did your uh, daughter, Fiona, um, become so passionate? Was this driven by you? What happened? Not, not by me. Um, at the beginning of the year, promised Fiona that she would not have to mask because there was an opt-out, and I told her I would write that letter. Um, when the school took it back, I told her I wasn't sure what to do, and she was adamant about not wearing a mask, told me that she would end up getting suspended, and I said, if you get suspended for not wearing a mask, I will not be upset with you. I've always told you that the worst thing that can happen at school is your principal calls your mom mm. because you're going to be in big trouble then. So I had to kind of flip it and tell her this year, hey, what's the worst thing your principal can do is call your mom. And she said she was just knew as long as she she was OK, as long as she knew she wasn't going to be in trouble at home. So sus- I stuck by that <laughs> suspended 38 times. And that means she had to go, she had to go home for like three days each time, right? After the first three days, um, they gave her a silent lunch first. Then they removed her from class and segregated her to the office. Then it was an in-school suspension. And she had served 12 three-day suspensions before going back. Okay. Um, And then on September, late September, you got a letter that said, it's a second degree misdemeanor for your daughter to be absent from school so much. And your daughter has only missed three days of school for medical issues, being sick. The rest of them, or it's all from the school board, right? Yes. Well, she's missed four now because she spent the morning with Governor DeSantis one morning. So she has missed four days now. Okay. But the others were all, all, all 30, 38 days of suspensions and they told me she needed to be under the care of a licensed physician or I could be facing charges in that letter oh written by the gosh. assistant principal. Oh my gosh. How hostile is this school and the school? I saw the video. You have a, uh, you have a uh, website up stand up, stand up for Farina.com um, where it shows some of her suspensions, et cetera, et cetera. And she was talking from the school board and they cut this eight year old's mic. Yes, they sure did. They, the, when we're at the school board meetings, it's like you're walking into a federal building with the bulletproof vests, the way they treat the parents. They threw a man to the ground and arrested him, charged him with felony charges. I witnessed the whole thing myself. The man never did anything. And they just believe that they are the ultimate authority when it comes to our kids. And I've said it before. I don't know about anybody else, but I never agreed to co-parent with the government yeah. in any way. No, I don't think any of us did. How is she doing now? She's back. She's back to school. 
Um, he is back to school. And the school board uh, issued an email. Let's tell me about the email um, or, or the decision to, uh, to change things. How did that come about and how did she receive that? They had said that they would go mask optional at a board meeting on November 15th. Then all of a sudden on a Saturday early evening, I think about four o'clock, the email went out to all the parents from a school district that doesn't send anything on the weekends. <laughs> letting us, So, of course, many parents still didn't know Monday morning, um, oh. but letting us know that they would go to mask the opt out plan, as they call it, as of Monday the 8th. So she was able to go back a week earlier than she expected. She's got to be happy. So, so did she was this thrilled. she was actually with grandpa and he got to tell her I made him video it for oh, me though. Great. She was pretty thrilled. <laughs> and uh and she I mean she's the one who made the difference here. She's the one who got this changed. What do you think this means for her in the future? <laughs> I've always known she's a special kid, but um you know to us this was just this is Fiona doing what Fiona does, believing in what believing in the truth and what she feels is right. And I've tried to teach her the right way, you know, for the whole eight years. Mm. Um, but this is to her, this was not a big deal. Like it is right now that I see across the nation, across yeah. the world. But, um, you know, I do agree with the fact that if an eight year old can stand up to this, let's more of us start saying no to, mm. you know, and, fighting back peacefully yeah because we're losing it we're losing it if we yeah, don't we sure are. <laughs> bailey thank you so much that's uh bailey the shells uh the mom of the thank second you. grader you bet um uh, and my best to uh my best to your daughter uh it is um it, it is amazing how these kids are coming out to us i, th- I think this generation uh is remarkable i think the you know from eight years and up i think some of these kids are truly truly remarkable and they are changing they are not the same as the millennial uh who i think bought into a lot of this stuff i think these kids are good kind uh tolerant but not not of nonsense and I think this is the generation that is going to uh, save our country. We just have to do our part, make sure that we help them out and protect them. Uh, all right, let me tell you about Built Bar. Um, some days you wake up in the morning and you just stare at the ceiling, you know, and you think, I'm not going to bother getting up, you know. I'm just going to lay here in bed and see how many hours of sleep I can rack up before somebody starts yelling at me. You ever had that day? Yeah. And just then, when I'm starting to fall back asleep, I remember, wait a minute, there are built bars in the house someplace. And I know my wife is hiding all of the new flavors from me because she wants them. And she knows I eat far too many of them to be healthy. She wants to be healthy. So she cares about the low cal and the, uh, you know, the high protein and the low carb, all that stuff. I just like the chocolate and the taste of them. Built Bar. It has lots of, they have lots of flavors available. They're amazing, covered in real chocolate. Built.com. Built.com. 
You just go there, use the uh, promo code Beck, and you're going to Beck15, and you'll save 15% off your order. Promo code Beck15Built.com. 10 seconds, station ID. Hey there. Are you hesitant to get the vaccine? Yeah. Then get the brand new government-approved Vaccinate Me Elmo doll. Wow! Elmo loves experimental vaccines! With the Vaccinate Me Elmo doll, your kid will finally feel the pressure and shame we've successfully made you feel to get the COVID vaccine. Quick! Give me the vaccine! Elmo don't want to be responsible for the deaths of friends or family! Thanks! Ha <laughs> Now Elmo's a good person! The Vaccinate Me Elmo doll comes with a toy syringe, a stethoscope, your heart is beating fast. Are you having complications? And a tiny vial of something. It's not the vaccine, promise. It's uh water. Let your kid drink it. Elmo, can't you take your mask off now? No! Gotta keep that mask on forever! <laughs> it's uh, from the Babylon Bee. Um, there is uh, some really good news, uh, Stu, for, for those people in classrooms now, universities, and even in your own homes, uh, there is a new device that will sound an alarm when it detects offensive language. I believe I remember this from Demolition Man, hmm? the, the movie with... Sylvester Stallone documentary from mm -hmm. a few years ago. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So this has just been uh, just been shown at the Dubai Devi uh, Design Week. I like to get I like to get all of my freedom loving things from the Middle East. Um, but uh, they've named the system after Themis, the Greek goddess of social order and mm. justice. And so they're testing it now in classrooms and universities, as well as in more intimate home-based situations. It's uh, it's about the size of a lamp, and it is uh, it's intended to moderate unsavory or possibly offending discussion in classrooms, universities, and in the home, uh, in order to manifest political correctness around the conversation. This is great. Can we combine this with the anti-drunk driving measures they're taking in cars so that anywhere you like go, that. you can just have constant alarms going off for the yeah. offensive things you say? Yeah. I think that's a... Now, you have a problem with the drunk driving thing? I do, yeah. Mm -hmm. you, you really? You mm -hmm. have a problem with that? Huh. Hmm. And what is your problem? Uh, my problem is I don't want to pay for it. I don't want to have to breathe into my car every time. Hang on just a second. Hang on, our Themis has just gone off. Oh, no. Uh, apparently, apparently you are against uh, the drunk driving stuff because mm. you like drunk drivers. No. And you want to kill children. No. That's what I, I heard. I don't want to breathe into my car before I, mm -hmm. before I drive somewhere. Mm -hmm. And okay. uh, I don't want the car monitoring all of my activities okay again oh no uh i think this one let me just yeah i'm checking it this one is because uh, it's a little it's a little slow this one is because you wanted to drive your car oh. and uh, <laughs> just the driving well you've already had one strike against you uh and with one strike you lose the privilege of driving your car so i just think people should be able to make their own decisions whoa and, uh, okay uh Stu, i'm gonna uh, have to oh, shut no. you down here uh <laughs> Can you imagine living in, in a world like that where 
where there's something monitoring everything you say and it is telling you whether or not you should say it or not. What kind of world are we designing here? I mean, you want to talk about freedom of speech. This is as far away from freedom of speech and freedom for thought that we have. That, I mean, holy cow. But this is this is what's coming. Did you see yesterday that uh, England has just said now it's mandatory two shots, two shots, not enough. You now have to have the third booster. Mm. Uh, otherwise, you won't get the vaccine passport. It's not stop booster shots now. I mean, if you've given them the right to do the two, why not three? And when they come out for the new variant, why not that one? And you'll have to comply. Otherwise, you won't be able to get your passport. Maybe passport. this stuff shouldn't come from a centralized government that... Uh, wow. Oh. Holy cow. I, I am think. sorry. Uh, <laughs> holy cow. Holy cow. This is can you bad. imagine what they'll do? If they could do this, they can stop your speech. And they can control whether your car runs or not. What if you want to pull into, like, let's say, a Taco Bell drive-thru? And I'm not saying I've ever done something like this before, but yeah. then you'd have this go off, yeah, and it can navigate you to, like, the salad place next yes, door. Yes, exactly right. That's exactly <laughs> yeah. right. And that would happen because the government is paying for health care. Of course. You have to make sure everything everything is buttoned up that way, right? We can't have any people having a delicious grilled cheese burrito. Can you believe we're living this time? Mm. I mean, we're living in this era. It is so bizarre. And and you think about that. We're not even the farthest, right? Like we are in comparison to even Europe still like doing a we're still on the right side of that on a lot in a lot of ways. Mm, they're on a health care in particular. Yeah. They're on the right. They're on the right side of some of the some of the other things. Like though. abortion, for example. We are now far more progressive, quote unquote, than uh, Europe is when it comes to life issues. Which is uh, stunning. Now, when it comes to end of life, they may have us. Uh, oh, yeah. They, uh, wait, no, so, I didn't even say. No, you were going to defend end of life. I was going to say you uh, should be able, obviously, to, to stay alive. Whoa, my yeah. gosh, it got louder. <laughs> <laughs> the government should decide when you live or, uh, live or, live or die. Huh. No warning on that but one. But I think you should be able to live. Nah. Wow. <laughs> now now just knows, my voice seems to be shutting it off. It just knows who you are, <laughs> yeah, Stu. Okay. It just knows who you are. Back in just a second. This is the Glenn Beck Program. All right. Um, AMAC. Somewhere along the line, when I wasn't looking, I think, I... Uh, went past the age of 50. I don't know how it happened. And I'd like to complain to the manager, but I don't know where the manager is. Anyway, if you know, you turn 50 and you, you want to join a benefits group where you can, you know, get all kinds of uh, great benefits like uh, members only credit card, roadside assistance, travel benefits, phone plans, dental plans, auto loans, all that stuff. Then may I suggest you change whoever it is you were signed up with and change to AMAC, A-M-A-C dot U-S slash Beck. It's AMAC. Uh, AMAC is the uh, Association for Mature American Citizens. 
they give you all of the stuff that you know you can get from these kind of agencies but their advocacy is so important they are the ones that are standing up for you and with you in washington dc they also give you all of the details of what's happening so news you can trust amac.us slash bet join today you might think that the government shouldn't make all of your decisions for oh no oh no wow wow this is uh look don't listen to him just join the blaze blaze tv.com slash glenn this is the glenn beck program Welcome to uh, welcome to Tuesday. You know, Stu and I were just talking off air. It is really sad, but also I'm really happy that this is happening. It's sad that it has to be this way. But there there is a parallel economy that is being built now. People are people are realizing what is coming, and they are starting to build uh, banks and uh, insurance companies that will be. Uh, outside of the system because they're just going to make it impossible for anybody to have any money, any loans to do anything that they, that they want unless you play along. And we're already seeing this now in our own businesses. And I I think there's a great opportunity for uh, to get really good employees right now. Uh, if you're working in a company where they're telling you you have to get vaccinated, you have to, you know, go through that that uh, whites are all evil uh, seminar. What if you don't want to? Where do you go to work? I want to introduce you to a guy who was in this very position, uh, except he was I mean, he's been in the high tech industry for 20 years he was in Silicon Valley. Then he became the CEO and founding member of MC, which uh, was a consulting company of three employees. Uh, and he turned it into an international economic data firm with over 250 employees nationwide. But he had a problem. He was a Christian CEO. And I guess that wasn't wasn't something in the cards for the company anymore. Uh, and so he started a new business that I think is fantastic. We talked about it, I think, last week. His name is uh, Andrew Crapuchets, uh, and uh, he is on with us now. Hello, Andrew. Hey, good morning, Glenn. Thank you very much. And um, and kudos on pronouncing my name. It is a terrifying name. It is on the air. So yeah, yeah. When you're on the air and you see this, uh, you know, I had to make sure I looked at it again to make sure I got it right. Yeah, crappy shots. It's, uh, it's true. It's crappy shots. You must have had a horrible childhood with the name crappy shots. You know, yeah, you either have a horrible childhood or you just lean into it and you really enjoy it. Right, okay, uh, good. And, and everybody <laughs> thinks they thought of the best new joke for that name. And I'll, I'll tell you right now, I've heard them all. Yeah, I bet, I bet you have. And uh, none of those jokes could be said on the air. So let's move on. <laughs> <They're> correct. <laughs> <laughs> from, your, from your name. Uh, okay, so Andrew, I saw this story, I think, last week. And we reached out to you right away because I think what you're doing is is right on the money you first of all tell me how it ended with you and the and the company why why did you leave yeah uh so again i've been in the tech space for a while i've also i've started a bunch of companies because i also believe that 
um, as Christians, um, we serve a creator God, and so we are little creators, and so we mm-hmm. should look for ways that we can create things that we can then use to turn around and bless Others. other people. So yeah. I started a variety of businesses, um, and obviously uh, the most recent, and uh, full disclosure, I'm still an advisor to the board, okay. um, but for me to be involved in the day-to-day was just not um, palatable. So um, so we... Um, we ended, and part of it is, it was clear to me it was time to move on anyway. And there's two reasons for this. Uh, as I've been deep in the tech world and have a lot of friends in Seattle and Portland and San Francisco and Oof. on that West, West Coast crazies, yeah. um, I saw them using their company's platform to push on a woke worldview. Mm-hmm. Uh, using their company's platform to, in the last election cycle, say, you must vote for Joe Biden. This is the most important election ever. And it's like, I, I thought you were a software company, not a political advocacy company. Correct. But it became clear that a lot of the people, especially in the tech world, were using their company to do this. And then we saw, I saw a lot of my fellow employees who were just, and not fellow employees, but fellow uh, colleagues around the country, just keeping their head down. Um, and it's what's funny is when I started Red Balloon, a lot of people who are executives wrote me and said, you know, I love what you're doing, but I can't like what you're doing. Because if you know what I mean, yeah, yeah, because I can't have anyone know that I'm a conservative. And my word to them is, look, there's a lot of conservatives and Christians out there. And I think it's time to raise the pirate flag um, or the Christian flag <laughs> and simply say, this is who I am. Um, and, and be unashamed of that. And so if so you don't, if you, together. if you don't, we're, we, we lose, we lose, we have yeah, to stand right. and stand together. And I don't mind standing with other people that don't share my belief, but they currently mind me and I'm Correct. not going to, why can you say all of this crazy stuff that I disagree with? And I don't have to even I, I don't I don't want to talk about it. Honestly, I don't want to talk about it anymore. Can we just do our work? But you can't live right. in that world now. It's not good enough. You must participate. Yeah, and absolutely. And and if you don't, then you get fired. And I had a good friend who lost his job because he didn't use the right pronoun. So the vaccine uh, issue is obviously the most recent and pressing for a lot of people because you have to put it in your body. But there's, they have been pushing this for a long time, whether it's CRT, whether it's uh, the right pronouns. And I think it is time for conservatives and Christians to stand up because the reality is that these conservatives, all of you who are listening, are the hardest workers. You're the people who are making the company go. Um, and so I started Red Balloon partly because of this wokeness in the workplace and partly because I saw this enormous gap in the labor market where we simply don't have enough people to get all the work done. And the administration, the Biden administration, has seen fit to demotivate people to actually participate in the labor market. And now with the vaccine mandate to tell them they're not allowed to participate in the labor market. So we have an unprecedented tight labor market. We have an economy that's trying to get going, but simply is not allowed to. And I think you're spot on. We need to start creating these alternative economies because I'll tell you, it is really fun to be an unapologetic conservative Christian and a public one. 
Um, and I would encourage is. everyone out there, it's time to raise your hands, raise your head, um, raise the pirate flag, and um, and come out. Uh, I uh, was talking on a different show yesterday, and I thought we need to start using the hashtag coming out conservative mm. um, and just tell people, you know, start um, proclaiming who you are. And it's okay, and we don't need to turn into all of us be political advocates um, because I don't think that's necessarily the right thing either, but I do think it's an opportunity to just be unapologetic about who you are and what you believe. Yeah, I don't I don't want to become an activist. I mean, I kind of am now, but I don't want to become an activist. I just like to work in places where, you know, even if you disagree, nobody's going to get fired for it. Nobody's going to get fired for it. Let's just be human beings to each other. So you started Red Balloon and how is this how is this going? Yeah, no. So redballoon.work is, uh, has blown me away because I've started a number of businesses before. And I'll tell you, Glenn, I've never been part of a business before where I get unsolicited thank you notes from perfect strangers all over the country literally every day. People just saying thank you for standing up for freedom. Um, and that's my encouragement to all of you listening is stand up for freedom and you'd be surprised. There's a lot of people who want to follow that. So I started redballoon.work three months ago. Um, and we now have had over 400,000 people on the site looking for freedom. We have over 1,200 employers who have signed up. And every single day, we have tens of thousands of job searches on the site. It's still mm. new, and I want to have millions of jobs. But, uh, but I've been super encouraged by this. And we've also just seen um, an overwhelming amount of support from people like someone said, uh, sent me a thank you note and said, hey, would you like a billboard in Times Square? And mm-hmm. as a side note, if someone asks you that, the answer is yes. Um, and so Red Balloon has a billboard in Times Square and will through the end of the year because they said, look, this is an important moment and we need to stand up for freedom. So there are powerful people out there who maybe aren't ready to raise their pirate flag, but they're definitely behind the cause. I will tell you this, too, that it is it's really important that um, business people, if you're looking for a job, I, I, I hear from people all the time that are living behind, you know, the the uh, Iron Curtain in the east of our country and uh, they want out, but they can't they, they can't move without a job. They have to have a job. And yeah. how do you know? And I, I encourage everyone, every company that is taking a stand to register and become part of this. And when you have uh, a job opening, open it up to redballoon.work and let's get people working together. Absolutely. Because what you do as an employer is you're not only getting access to really the best kind of workers, right? The workers who aren't an an HR nightmare who are constantly complaining. You're getting people who just want to focus on work Uh, which is phenomenal. So the best kind of workers, but you're also giving encouragement to millions of Americans and saying, look, you're not the only one. Because the liberal media today desperately wants us all to believe that we're the only one that believes the way we do and that we're all crazy. And the more people, especially employers, who stand up and say, no, I'm going to put my logo on here. I talked to one CEO who said, look, um, I have been keeping my head down as a conservative Christian for years but I feel like if I don't die on this hill, there might not be any left. I agree. And so it's time. I agree. Well, thank you very much, uh, Andrew. I appreciate it. Uh, that's Andrew Krapuschatz. 
uh, the founder <laughs> and CEO of Red Balloon, redballoon.work, redballoon.work. Let's get the people who want to work and just want to move on with their lives. Let's get them working. As uh, Andrew just said, it's the best kind of employee. Redballoon.work. Thanks, Andrew. Driving your car around is, you know, all fun and games until, you know, you run out of gas. You know, I'd like a warranty for my gas tank. It just keeps getting empty. And I don't know. I mean, I bought it with a full tank and I don't know what's happening here. When your car goes down, you're going to have some real problems when the warranty expires. And what are you going to do? Do you know how much it costs now to get a used car? You can't get new cars. I mean, we are living in Cuba, America. When that check engine light comes on, if you're lucky, you can ignore it for a while. But if you have car shield, you don't have to. Don't put you in put yourself in this situation where you are screwed either way. Car shield is a win-win. They'll help you get back on track when you're in a pinch and you're not going to be on hook to uh, pay thousands of dollars. Get coverage today and see why car shield cars go further. Visit carshield.com/back. Save 10% now. Deductible may apply. It's carshield.com/back. Tomorrow night. Glenn exposes the COVID-19 pandemic truths you won't find anywhere else. It's the most important chalkboard of his life. And if big tech gets their way, it could be the last chalkboard of his entire career. Crimes or cover-up, exposing the world's most dangerous lie. Tomorrow at a special time, 8 p.m. Eastern. Only at blazetv.com slash Glenn. This is the Glenn Beck program. I, I got to tell you, the, um, the Rittenhouse jury is already deliberating, and the deliberation is already taking too long. Yes. Uh, should have been one second. We're, we're all yeah. good. We're, we all obviously. Yeah, they should right. all just have gotten up in the jury box, looked at each other, and went, we're all set, aren't we? Do we need to leave? Do yeah. we need to actually deliberate on this one? Right. Or? Um, you know, the, 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 it's crazy what the media has done here. They have made him into a monster. He's clearly not. I mean, what was the big thing? Hands up, don't shoot. Hands up, don't shoot, right? That was the big BLM thing. Hands up, don't shoot. Well, that's what happened. Mm -hmm. If he turned around and you were chasing him and saying you were going to kill him, he'd point the gun at you. And if you put your hands up, he didn't shoot. He didn't shoot. If you at least twice on video. Right. Right. I mean, uh, this is such an easy case. Um, but, you know, we'll we'll see. Yeah. And there's we'll two see. things that were co- are complicating here. One was the gun charge, which, which it did is, look like initially they had a good chance of getting him on. Except the gun is no one under 17 can have a gun. He didn't bring it across state lines. He got it out of his father's safe in Kenosha. Um, so he didn't bring it across state lines. A 17 year old cannot have a gun unless it's a long gun, unless right. it's a rifle, which is what he had. Yes. The law is written in a confusing way. So you can understand some of the confusion, but that got tossed out before they even went to the jury. Mm -hmm. So that was the easiest one to get. They did add some other options, basically, like if you want to give him a lesser charge than his what he was initially charged for. So there's probably going to be some time going through those. Wouldn't take me any time. 
I would assume there's definitely people on this jury that it's not going to take them any time either. Yeah. But it's possible that it takes time to just go through those and figure out if, if there's going to be a lesser charge. But every minute that this goes on is slightly worse for Kyle Rittenhouse. If it takes a long time, you could see it maybe going to a mistrial or I mean, I can't believe they I would convict him on something no serious. You'd, but who you'd knows? have to have you'd have to have all uh, all 12. Yeah. A unanimous there's, there's verdict no way. against him seems incredibly no unlikely. And if you go back and listen to the stuff that they were saying yesterday, I mean, the prosecution's case is basically, if you have a gun, it's impossible to be a, a case of self-defense. Right. If you have a gun and you shoot somebody, um, you brought a gun to a fist fight. Well, but I didn't know if he had a gun or not. Somebody's in my house in the middle of the night. <laughs> right. I have a gun. I have a gun and I will shoot. Not good enough. This they, this prosecution is bizarre. I, I think what happened was there was a supply chain disruption for lawyers. So they couldn't right. find any on the shelves. And they just is picked up some random guy off the streets who knows nothing about the law. That's possibility that, I think that that's there is a really good yeah. prosecutor. <laughs> there are really good. Sitting on a barge <laughs> just right, yeah. right out of Long Island. Poor uh, dudes in a container yeah. ship out there being yeah. like, I can win this case. <laughs> Let me out of the <laughs> container. <laughs> uh, all right. More in just a second. Stand by.